This is the Copper Crab Podcast. I'm Cheney Crab. I am Naveen Copperwise. If you would like to grab Copper Crab Podcast merch, go to coppercrab.bigcartel.com. If you would grab to, like to grab Entheo's merch, that's the band we're in. I do vocals. Naveen is a drummer. He also dabbles in guitar. Grab Entheos merch at entheosofficial.bigcartel.com. In that store, I will ship you the merch personally. Or you can go to our night shift, which is nightshiftmerch.com slash collection slash Entheos. Someone else will send you merch from there, but I can assure you that they're fantastic people. If you would like to call into the podcast uh, and leave a voicemail, Call in to 615-420-7342. Of course, we have a new Discord chat Everyone's now. I going guess that's, that's what it's called. Yeah. And you can ask questions in our Discord all throughout the week. And I, it seems like that's what people have been doing. And it's very convenient for us and for Harrison. So yeah, it kind we of encourage seems that. like the hotline, the email, that's out. Yeah. Not Everyone's cool. doing the Discord. That's boomer shit. Yeah, the like total boomer it's shit. Kind of. It seems like the Twitch and the Discord. That's that's how we're going. So if you are not aware, you can watch us live on Twitch on Tuesday we're nights. Right now, we're live right now. Yeah. Go to Twitch.tv/slash Copper Crab, uh, and we're live every Tuesday at eight thirty p.m. Central, and we go live for. Like a pre-show, which is fun because we get to hang out and talk bullshit. And then we're doing the show right now. And then we'll do a post-show after the podcast. We share music. It's a fun time. So go join us on Twitch. Uh, It's a less formal thing. I know you guys are used to this really strictly formal uh, thing we've got going on on the podcast. It's a formal podcast. A little less of a tight show, right? Because this is really specific it's sewn up it's yeah, like it's, it's planned out yeah you know, it's scripted yes if you want off the cuff that's what we stuff. spend a lot of our time doing during the week is yeah. just you know slaving away on the fucking script working on our for the cues, podcast you know mm-hmm. our lines yeah if you want harrison just is just the... sending us edits constantly every single night it's, it's like crazy. saturday night live where we sit around a table <laughs> we do reads yeah i've heard of that that's why our show is so funny. <laughs> right. Just like Saturday Night Live. Right. We're probably funnier, a lot funnier than Saturday I mean, Night Live. I mean, would, I, would I would wager we are 5,000 times funnier yeah. than any Saturday Night The last Saturday Night Live that I saw that was funny was that bulls, bulls, all types of bulls. Just because it was a, about going home for Christmas and your parents yeah. like treating you to everything. And I go home for Christmas and my parents treat me. Yeah. So it's like that. But anyway, if you would like to come and see us live, we're we're doing a live speaking engagement, and that is called Beatdown Brunch. It's in Knoxville, Tennessee, and it is at, uh, why isn't it on here where it's at? The Concourse. I forget every time. It doesn't say where it's at. I even knew that, It's the Concourse. Oh, Jesus. The Concourse. Oh, my God. I can't believe I just complained about something that's there. Okay. It's at the concourse. So I'm just going to read this. The concourse presents Beatdown Brunch, October 23rd, 1130 AM. 
It's hosted by Beatdown King and Lizzie Livingston. She's a friend of ours. She's doing really good things for the Knoxville scene. It's fucking awesome. So the guest speakers are me and Naveen. Harrison will probably be there because we're going to try to make a podcast out of it. Yeah. And maybe you can come and hang out with us on Saturday night in Knoxville. We're going to be checking out the breweries. Going to cookout. Harrison's going to have a, si- a frozen cider. Um, <laughs> and then there's another speaker who is Jeff Minig. And he created Featured X and Holly Rainey of the Maker City. So it's free. You can RSVP. It's going to be sick. There's going to be a Bloody Mary bar and a food truck. That sounds good to me. I think I'm going to be like partaking in all of that. Agreed. And then, so we are also playing. Wait, there's more. Wait, But wait, there's more. We are also playing Whitechapel's annual Christmas show benefit, which is also in Knoxville, Tennessee, and Harrison's going to be there. There's going to be a Harrison reveal. So that is obviously <laughs> with Whitechapel. Uh, us and, and Theos. It's, uh, good cause. It's for it's for a good cause. It's bring a toy. I think you'll probably get like five dollars off of the ticket, and also a child who is going to be really stoked about that toy is going to get it for Christmas. And honestly, it brings a tear to my eye just thinking about that. Yeah, it's a good thing. It's Last a really time good we thing. did it, uh, they had a whole room full of toys. Did you see the room, or was this I did. just a no, room? You I saw, saw the room yeah, full yeah, of I, toys. I was like, whoa, and it was completely full. That's fucking incredible. Think about, I mean, yeah. maybe you were a kid who didn't have, like, a, a bomb Christmas, yeah, and you just wanted some presents and to feel included. That's what you could be giving to you if you go to the Whitechapel Christmas Benefit. And that, to me, is pretty amazing. Yeah, And that's also with Orthodox and the Guild. And that is on December 22nd. It's a Thursday. Strange placement in the week, but hopefully you got the day off because of Christmas. Maybe they figured that the 23rd, that's like when people are kind of... Well, it's a Friday That's a Friday, but I mean, they're going to do official Christmas. No, but that's what I'm saying. It's so close to Christmas and it's a Friday. So it might... I think it was a Thursday. No, the 23rd is so close to Christmas and, and it's a Friday if... If it was my family, it would have been a Christmas weekend. That's what because I'm saying. Because we all, there are a million Christmases to go to. So I think that's why they said, well, let's just do it on Thursday. I that, agree. That must be the reason. So that night I am looking to drink some sort of eggnog, alcoholic eggnog. But not until after our set, otherwise I'll throw it up. True. That would be that horrible. So I yeah, have been known be, to uh, throw things up <clears> after sets. Something, I guess at that point, then we really don't have much to work on, right? We were saying earlier how we're kind of like knocking down all sorts of uh, things that we're working on for the album release. Yeah. So we're going to have to. Which we entered, you know, I think that we can say it on the podcast just because the you, you guys are our friends. Yeah. This is the inner circle. Yesterday was the one month countdown of when we're dropping our first single. That's right. So the first single comes out October 26th. And last week we filmed three filmed like there's people filmed. we filmed well they were filming yeah is, is that digital. what you say i don't know what to say with the, we is shot videoing what are you doing we shot it shot it yeah we you say shot we shot three music videos and uh yeah i think that i was a lot of work i'm not gonna lie the it's, it took it out of me so we had a podcast on tuesday which was the day in between the videos right and on monday it was kind of our easy day wednesday we shot two videos and it was like a 12 hour day and for the second video, I had to get 
something happened. I'm not going to like totally say it, but something happened in the video and I like my There was some old school um horror effects. Wow, yeah. And we fi- <laughs> well you figured it out. You figured yeah. out how to make it. Uh but I was the only one who got essentially like doused in this. Affected. I I'm the only person who got affected. So I spent the entirety of Wednesday night itching my skin because yeah. what happened to me covered in this effect. Well, I was covered in this effect <laughs> and excuse me. Sorry. That smeared off is like causing burps. Yeah. We also did. Um, I got affected we, we, so bad that we, I was breaking out all night long. It was we horrible. Pounded smear off ices before the podcast. We pounded smear off. I know Harrison iced us. Harrison yeah. iced me. And then you guys iced yourselves to, to, to like practice chugging, I feel like, is what you're doing, right? I need no practice. I'm a pro. Naveen is the best chugger of the group. I don't know why. It's just it's a skill. What can I say? I don't know where you got that. I, carbonated things I can't swallow very fast. Yeah. You just have to commit. Like, this yeah. thing's going down, period. That's it. I can't do that. <laughs> I'm always... So, my what I'm doing, that actually might be a thing. Like, in my mind, I'm like... I'm going to cough. I'm going to choke this no, up. No, no. I'm going to choke this up. This sucks. Yeah, it's always bad. It's bad juju. See, with me, it's like... Bad vibes. This has to go down really fast. Or else. Or I'm going to look stupid. <laughs> and I don't want that. Yeah, see, I'm never concerned about looking stupid. Really? Yeah, I don't care about that. Okay. No, that's not my vibe. I'm just... I am not... I mean, that's why I'm the type of person who's only really going to drink like white claws in front of people yeah because i'm not really gonna look stupid well we did go have a beer at the local brewery yeah and it was really good it was pretty good i had a white claw there too i don't know i don't know if i'm a beer guy anymore i don't know if i am either because we've been doing these freaking white claw truly things for so long that i I just beer is it's kind of gross here's a weird thing about beer for me and i feel like i mentioned this on the podcast recently if anyone else out there gets this, let me know because it's a really weird thing that's happened to me with specifically beer over the past like three years. So the minute I take a sip of beer, I get my lymph nodes start to swell up and I can feel it directly happening and it's sort of painful. It's whoa, sorry to spit. <laughs> that scared me. It's sort of painful. It's like on the way to being it's like achy. I know and what you mean. It happens strange. to me sometimes. I know and every time about. I look it up, it just says, you're definitely going to have lymphoma. So That's I'm like, oh, all right, yeah. tight. So I'm just not, I don't know, beer. I don't know if it's wheat. My mom actually legit, legitimately has celiac disease. It's not just a thing, you know, to be gluten-free or whatever. So I'm wondering if that has something to do with it, the wheat in beer. Could be. I don't know. But, uh... I don't All like right. how it well, makes me feel. Weird. White Claw does not make me feel like that. So. Yeah, but I don't know. I think I'd just prefer to drink a White Claw. I mean, that's where I'm it's at. It's not Sorry. heavy. Yeah. Feels good. You can drink like five White Claws and not be wasted. Just chill think, throughout the night. I think on the uh, wait, the last time we went out, right? Mm-hmm. That was the Bolvadinia show, I think. Yeah, definitely. I think I probably had 10 White Claws. Oh my god. Harrison, how many white claws do you think you had? Uh I think I probably had like five. I think between five and five? Between five and five. But you guys each had a shot, right? 
I, I didn't take the shot. Oh, and also, smart. I wasn't drinking as much as you guys on the podcast. True that. Because oh. I probably had five on the podcast, straight up. Yeah, I think, well, with those, with all things considered, then I probably had like s- seven. Yeah, between five and ten. Somewhere in there. Damn. That's, that's, a, that's a party night for me. Yeah, for sure. And that's White Claws, so. But if I drink ten of I those just can't beers, drink, yeah. I'd, I would oh, be like. I would be. Scrape me off the out, ground. Yeah, blacked out. Not a good thing. Or 10 like vodkas. I'd be blacked out. Another I can't I do don't... whiskey like I used to either. Oh, that's like out. Well, sometimes, that's just not an option sometimes we'll anymore. go over to Evans and he still has some of that smoke wagon that we got him for Christmas. And I'll have like a little bit of it, but I can't. At the beginning of the year, I was having like a whole cup of it. No, I'm, a, you know? I'm like a pass I'm, on that. Like, yeah. no, I'm not going to do that. I'll have like a shot. Yeah. But not as a shot, just as like an, a gentleman's drink. <laughs> I think at this point, I'm just good with a couple of trulies. Do you remember when we had that gentleman's day? That would be a good story to a tell. A gentleman's retreat? Yeah, we had a gentleman's retreat because Evan <clears throat> was about to become a dad when we were on tour. I didn't know those things were related. Yeah, it was because we were on Whitechapel. That's true. And we knew that Evan was going to go home. So... We knew we were on Whitechapel and we were a tour, a tour. So a tour with Whitechapel and Theos and rings of Saturn rings of Saturn was there and Bill was there. Oh, Bill was doing merch for us. That's right. So we made friends with rings of Saturn and Evan was on the tour and he was about to become a dad. We knew that he was going to have to leave any day. Yeah. So we were in Savannah, Georgia. Is that where it was? Mm hmm. Well, we we weren't there. We were, we had a drive, and we were gonna go through Savannah. Mm-hmm. And so Evan suggested, let's <coughs> stop in Savannah. It's really awesome there. Yeah, it was the winter, so it wasn't as busy. Populated, yeah. But uh, we wound up going there and staying. And he was like making a joke, like, "Oh, it'll be a gentleman's retreat. We'll like go get cigars and like." We did that. Yeah, it was great. We got, we went to this cigar shop that was the most amazing cigar shop I've ever been in. Not that I've been in a million, but it was incredible. And I got like a chocolate cigar. Oh. And it was very short and it tasted really good. And I've, I'm not like a huge cigar smoker or anything, but if a cigar tastes like that, then I'm hella down. And (laughs) I've never found one that, Tasted like that again. I have a picture that was delicious. of all of us from that night somewhere because I know I posted it in my story. It was like all of us on a big uh, yeah staircase, stair- staircase yeah. with Miles and Aaron mm-hmm. and Ian. Yep. Um, there was also like a. Do you remember like the fancy bar that we went to at the beginning of the day? Because it reminded well, me of Nola. We to yeah, a place like that that had the frozen drinks. Totally vibes. They had kind of like um wooden things it was a it was like a hipster spot wooden things they had like wooden uh menu yeah you know like the hanging wooden menu that's like on each Mm. drink yeah yeah that place was awesome so we had a gentleman's retreat there and then we saw a horse at some point that (laughs) night do you remember that Uh, i have pictures of myself with the horse before we went into a bar okay i specifically remember like me and miles took a picture with the horse on the street, a, pol- a police horse. What year was that? Of some kind. That was 2017, my dude. Damn. Yeah, it was a long time ago. That's right. Because, yeah, she's going to be five. Yeah. 
All right. <clears throat> that was that was actually in December. Yeah, it was in December of 2017. That was a good tour. Yeah, good times. Travis was there, obviously. Sweet tea. Uh, yeah, that was a fun time. But that was our gentleman's retreat. That was the story of that one. I would do another gentleman's retreat. I would I like to go back to Savannah. It's a really cool place. I know. Cool Savannah's place. really cool. It's like a low-key New Orleans. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I wonder how far it is from here. Oh, it's probably like five hours or something. But, you know, I've Within been feeling... 10. I've been feeling uh, relieved lately. About? Because to get ready to make an album, there's a lot of... or Not to make an album. To get ready to put out an album... There's a lot of stuff you have to do. Yeah. So after you're done making an album, you then have to turn it in. You know, you have to find art, get art for all of the things, get single art, get T-shirt art, blah, all a million things that you have to do. Prepare write-ups for what each song is about, get promo photos, make music videos. A there, lot more than it used to Decide vinyl colors. There are, oh, no. there are a mil- you have to get the layout made. European vinyl colors. European colors. vinyl colors. Not that any of this is like something that I'm mad about, yeah, I know. but it's a lot of stuff that you have to do to get ready for an album to come out. So when you turn in the album, they're like, oh, it's going to be like five years before it comes out. <laughs> and then know. you're like, oh my God, <laughs> it's, it's going to take forever. Yeah, when they tell you the month that it's coming out, you're like, wow. I, I don't. I can't even like conceive of when that is. Yeah, because it's so far away. It's so far away, but once you do that, then you have to start making all of these decisions and doing the layout and figuring out, you know, everything I just said. So it all kind of takes you up until like Naveen right now. So the last thing that we kind of have to do to prepare for this single to come out next month, Naveen is shooting videos, drum videos tomorrow with Minel. For the songs. Four songs. For four songs that are coming out with our album. And we've had to like, like the last couple of months, honestly, the last like year of our lives since year and a half, maybe since you like tracked the drums and everything has been completely dedicated to getting the album out and everything to do with the album. So it's like after tomorrow, there's a, a release. <clears throat> There's a break relief. that we can Literally. take. Yeah. <clears throat> it's like a, we're done. I was done last week because the music videos were like the last thing that I have to do. Yeah. And I knew that by the end of September we would be done. And I looked forward to that just because I knew that we could like take a little time to do what we, to have time to ourselves. And after tomorrow we finally get to like take a deep breath and chill i know for a while totally i mean it's not like we've worked on it around the clock but it's been something that's kind of always hanging there it's like the lingering and then it got thing. like there's times where it gets a little more intense lately like, especially like finishing the mix or uh doing the music videos or yeah doing these videos that i'm doing with minel that kind of a thing oh and so. right after we turned it in we were on tour that's right. So we turned it in and we did like that Archspire tour. Well, we turned it into Mark to mix. Yeah, we, we And then we like, did the Archspire tour. Did, yeah, then we were kind of going back and forth on the mix on the tour. And then when we got home, we were, well, I went over to Mark's house and we kind of finished it up. Mm-hmm. So that was a relief. 
And then it was all that stuff that you're talking about come came up after that, basically. So it's just a lot of stuff, man. But I'll tell you what, man. I remember back back in my day, it wasn't like that. Really? You just like turn in the CD or with the album and, and do then you one. Didn't have maybe to do maybe you're making one music video. Right. That's yeah, it. it wasn't like a huge or or <laughs> there's no social media like. All right, what's the social media? Because a, a part of the reason why it's so hectic for us is because we're trying to properly have all the like, you know, promo photos and content, all the like all this right. extra stuff to hype the album up. Which is fascinating because there's so much stuff that you have to think about being a band. It's pretty now. much the sky's the limit. As much as you want to do, yeah. That's because this is only. Like what we're talking about, the work that we're doing right now only has to do really with the singles. Yeah. And once the album comes out, there are, you know, a bunch of other songs that then you do other stuff with that as well. There's like endless, and it's crazy how the world has become. Uh, you know, I was in, in like a band that was touring on the level of animosity, but I was in a band that was doing shit back in the late 2000s and all that you had to do then was really put stuff up on MySpace and like have a top eight. <laughs> it wasn't as much about like marketing. Internet yeah. marketing is such a huge thing now with Spotify numbers and Apple Music and YouTube, which YouTube is actually the place where the most people in the world listen to music. It's the biggest music, uh, I guess, distributor in the entire world. So when people talk about like doing a bunch of videos and why bands roll out a bunch of videos before albums come out, it's because YouTube is such a huge factor in getting people to listen to your music yeah. that you, you need the visual aspect now, which you didn't really need back in the day. You could just tour when, when animosity was, done being a band you could yeah, just I think like the videos and that type of thing was just like a bonus it wasn't yeah that's like oh shit they thing. have a i don't even think the faceless had a a video until yeah. autotheism came out Straight up. Yeah. like that's only become a thing with youtube and playthroughs have only really become a thing in the last like what seven years i mean there were people like alex rudinger who who they were doing it back in the day but they really got standard, ahead of the curve. Like you have to have playthroughs. Yeah, no, it was like, have you heard of this person who's doing yeah. playthroughs? So. But now it's kind of like, that's what you do. You yeah, pump out playthroughs. I'm happy to do it all. You know, it's a good time. Yeah, it's all awesome. It's really incredible to have a thing that we can do that all for. It just is time consuming and yeah. it it's takes tiring. up a lot of thought. It's Dude, tiring. I was yeah. pretty, yeah. I think when you do something that you really care about and it takes like a hundred percent of your energy, your focus, it's sort of draining after Absolutely. a while. Absolutely. I agree with that. So, like if you're doing something and you're not fully invested in it, like working a job you don't really care about or whatever. Then you can kinda I let think it's let a it little go. less tiring than when you're all in for a couple days or whatever. Yeah, I agree. You can kinda like let that thing go and check out and yeah. go home and maybe which there's no checking out. Yeah, there's no checking well, out what we're doing. But there is like a relief. Yeah. Like 
what will come after tomorrow, which is a, f- a little while of checking out. Maybe yeah. a cu- maybe a couple of weeks. Naveen's mom is going to come and visit us in a there couple of weeks. It'll be fun. So There's a couple of weeks of checking out. There's milestones. Yeah, there are milestones, <laughs> and then. But uh, that's a part of like the grind. That's why we lo- we uh, love dude, doing it. Is, it. Honestly, we talk about it every day. We are so lucky to be able to do this. This is all we wanted to, ever wanted to do. Yeah, it's incredible. So it's, it's fucking really awesome. Loving it. Loving it every day. And making those vi- videos was so fun. Oh, my I God. Loved it. it was great. I just. I can't the, wait for him to come out. That's They're an experience. Really While it was after the first day of videos, Naveen and I were like high-fiving. Like, I can't believe. And after the second day of videos, too, it was like. I just am so excited for people to, for you guys to see the videos and what we worked on and what Dave and Allie worked on and all of the people who were working on the videos and Evan and Jill and there was like a whole crew. Yeah, there was a whole crew. Our friend Chelsea Strickland came and took behind the scenes photos, so we'll have those coming out. And it's like it was really incredible to be able to do that and to. Sometimes I forget, like, oh, these people are here, like, to yeah. work with you. I know. Like, it's crazy, and I just feel... It's really cool. I can't believe that, like, this team came together. It's It was like a dream team. Yeah. It's the it's dream team. fucking awesome. Like, at, so. at a certain point during the day, <clears throat> you're, like, on this set. And there's a bunch of people, like, doing stuff. Yeah. I don't, I'm not going to lie. I had to- a bunch of moments where I was just looking around, and I was like... Yeah, this is like for us. Yeah. It's really fucking cool. It's crazy. Yeah. But yeah. Um, that I'm and really being horribly about. stressed out about playing guitar on camera. So Naveen was between those so two. stressed out about playing <laughs> guitar. And, you know, at the end of the day, I'm not trying to say that it doesn't matter. Like guitar players do go into videos and play guitar. But the precision, I'm going to be honest, in a music video doesn't really yeah, matter I mean, as exactly, much. Because... Yeah. It, if you watch a music video and you see what edits are like, it's like they're staying on you for like 0.2 seconds and they're flipping right onto someone else. So it's yeah. not it's not a huge issue if you can't like I wasn't killing especially the last song. I was not killing that song by the fucking fifth time I was yeah. singing it. Or even the first. I also didn't know. feel that great about my drum it's not performance, a performance either cuz I had spent I was so focused on not fucking up the guitar. <laughs> the drums were just like, oh, God. Well, I feel is... like everyone, when Naveen was playing guitar, they were like, oh, my God, you killed it. And then by the time, because drums came last. By the time he was doing drums, everyone like, was all right, like, all, all, right. Right. all right, can we call it? Yeah. Or... Let's get going here. <laughs> but it, it was an amazing cool. experience. I think it's going to be really cool. And we had some fucking bomb food. That we did. We had really good What food. is it called? Something cow? Laughing cow? The laughing cow. No, it's not what it's called. I think it was the smiling cow or something. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It was good. Nashville. Vegetarian Represent. Food. It's really good. Did we talk about that? No, we couldn't have talked about that. No, because we had it on Wednesday. Yeah. Uh, no, it was really good. But the day one food was good, I too. Had, I got Funfetti cake. Because we'll talk about this later because someone asked a really good question. But Naveen and I, like, eat healthy and kind of diet a lot of the time. So I was like, I'm gonna have this fun Fetty vegan food at the end I of had fucking a Wednesday. Lights, so it was amazing. So good. I want to do some questions, but I need to take a whiz. I know quick. I do too. All right, I'm gonna take a whiz first. Okay. And then you Go can for whiz, it. and then we'll do the questions. Yeah. Or I was gonna say, oh, I just kicked over his camera. Can you check <laughs> it out, Harrison? We're good. Well, I was gonna ask. I think there are some questions that pertain to me. 
So you want to hop in there and ask him? Uh, Will is stoned. Ask, uh, could you describe your process for warming up before performing slash recording vocals? Uh, I'm trying to find a method that's best for me other than singing for an hour. That's what I do. I just start, I don't really have, like I'll uh, clear my throat and go and do one of these like, ha, but I pretty much just, if I'm clear to go, then I kind of just like start screaming. I scream. That's when I find that I'm the most warmed up is when I've been screaming for like a good 30 minutes. And uh, for recording, honestly, I could, yeah, for recording, I'll do like 30 minutes. Um, live, I take a shot of whiskey and I do like 30 minutes and drink a bunch of room temperature water. And... I still don't feel live that I'm warmed up until after the first song because there's something about playing live that actually, like, you can't warm up until you're exerting the energy on stage. It's just a different monster. I was thinking about that today because I was practicing, like, a bunch of our new album, and I was like, there are just some parts of this that until I'm on stage and and, like, doing on a stage where I switch between so many different vocal techniques that I'm just not going to be able to measure out the amount of breaths that I need to take until I'm on a stage properly and seeing the kind of energy that I'm exerting. Because that might not be something that people think about, but that's something that vocalists think about a lot is where am I going to take the next breath when I'm doing these vocal patterns? And that's something that you can write for a lot of the time, but if you're like me and you like to write like crazy patterns, then you kind of have to get on stage and know when you can take those breaths and exert the energy. And it's like a, a, a yin yang process. Uh, All right. One more question <clears throat> for you before you leave uh, from someone whose name will be withheld currently. Okay. Uh, who's your favorite animals as leaders member? Oh, is it Hav? Hav asked me this one time in uh, my Instagram story. It actually is Hav. Well, he asked me that one time, so that's <laughs> why I would think that it's him again. Current well, it's obviously or Naveen. Cor current or former? Current? We'll go with current. Yeah. All right. Oh, my God. It's probably Hav. <laughs> no, I love Tosin, too. I just, I like Matt. I just don't know him as well. There you go. So. All right, well, that was the correct answer because Hav did <laughs> Yeah, I thought so. <laughs> what a weird question. Who's <laughs> my favorite animal sis leaders member? Oh, because he's uh, on Twitch now, right? So, can, yeah, he's lurking Oh, around. he's on Twitch? Oh, yeah. That's fucking awesome, dude. We <clears> should <throat> get him on the podcast. Hav, will you be on the podcast? Is he answering? We'll see. We'll see what happens. You should do it. He might have done the thing where... Um, you just fly into someone's stream real quick. You drop one comment, and then you're out of there. Just to be oh, like, yeah. He's been talking for a while. Maybe. Really? Oh, yeah, what has right. he been saying? There we go. Just random stuff. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, all right, Shannon, did you want to pee? Or should we yeah, answer my question? Okay. Well, yeah, ask me a question, Harrison. Yeah. Yeah, I got all right, who's your favorite animals as leaders? <laughs> um, definitely me. Obviously. <laughs> Easy. Why can I just go with you, and then I have to name all three <laughs> I don't know which ones. <laughs> I like them all the same. 
Oh. All right. Dude, I need that freaking, uh, I think it was before you were here with us, but I like, <clears throat> Cheney was telling a really long story and I pulled up that uh, Jeopardy. The <laughs> doo -doo. I need it on a button, straight yeah. up. It's got to happen. Uh, someone asked you why you cut your beard. I know. It's weird, huh? It's awkward. Um. Yeah, you know what? I'll tell you why. Because sometimes when my beard, it gets like all red and fucked up and really itchy under there. Like, I don't know. I have weird sensitive skin. And uh, sometimes it just doesn't go my way. And I was like really itchy. It was really itchy one day. And I was like, I, I need to shave. And I like shaved and then got way in there and like scrubbed it. And it was like kind of red under my mustache and stuff. I don't know. It was weird. But yeah, it does look sort of awkward. Not going to lie. I think it looks the best like in, in next week. It'll probably look the best. Yeah. That's when we're really killing it. <laughs> but I have been seeing some pictures of me when I had a fucking beard, an actual beard. Yeah. And that's just weird. I didn't, I mean, I was like a beard guy. I can't get to bizarre. that stage. Like anything longer than this, and I feel like it looks horrible. Yeah. If I just like stuck it out for a few more months and like let Dude, it Dude, mine, out. I grew mine out for probably like at minimum six months, maybe longer. And, and I was like a beard guy. It was weird. Yeah. People respect you, though. They respect people with beards. It's a commanding respect. Like, whoa, watch out, dude. This beard guy is coming through. Yeah, that's what... That is true. But Cheney said that it's an instant, <laughs> like, 10 years off <clears throat> my age if yeah, I you shave. Look yeah, you way younger. Yeah, like I look boy. about 12 if I shave. Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah, your beard is kind of long. I don't mind. That's at true. this point, like I said, I'm 37, so at this point, okay, I could, I, I'll, I'll take it. You know, I'll take it. You look younger than 37, though, Naveen. I'm looking forward to 40. I want to be... I want to roll around and be like... I'm 40. I'm 40 years old. I'm not fucking dealing with this shit. Yeah. You know? 40 is the new 30. 30 is the new 20. You're not wrong. I mean, as long as, yeah. Keeping, keeping That's it That's what youthful. they say. Did you have a question while I was gone? Uh, Who's my favorite animal? Uh, okay. Obviously myself. Well, yeah. That's not. It's Chabon. Oh, no. Why did I shave my beard? Okay. Oh, Chabon. <laughs> Did I tell that story on the podcast? Probably not. I don't know. I don't need to go there. Go there some other day when Javier's not in the trap. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, he left. So you're oh. oh! All right, tell the story. What? That there was a there was another member of animals. If you look back, like if you go on Google and search animals as leaders, <clears throat> you're going to see a picture that contains Javier Reyes, Tosin Abasi. Matt Halpern and Chabon Littlefield. John. John Chabon Littlefield. And is that Chabon, was which the name lineup. is his real name? John. I, I don't know if Chabon was like his, his alias or that's what he wanted to be called. John Chabon. Which brings us to another question that we have. That yeah. I know about. What? If is Cheney Crab a stage name? Oh well we'll ask that. It's in the Discord. <clears throat> okay, so yeah, he was basically like I guess he was gonna like work the the laptop, but for he, this like, was before he, bands realized you don't need a person. yeah he was like you don't need a person oh I'll do the, the laptop. like do the like I'll be like the electronics guy you know 
But he didn't really like do anything beyond like play the tracks. Yeah. So I mean, I understand the intent. Like he wanted to be like freaking the the electronics or you know the the electronics guy. But he was literally just pushing spacebar. Uh, and he was yeah. on stage. He was like up on stage, like on the drum riser, like next to me when we first started touring. You played shows with Javon? Yeah, I pl- we played like three or four shows with him. Wow. And after a while, like he knew how to do sound, like live sound. So Tosin's like, hey, man, you're, you're, you you're got to do like live sound. And he was not happy about it. He it's was like bummed. you're going to the soundboard, bro. Yeah, he pretty much got like. You're off stage. Yeah. It was pretty much a- akin to like being kicked out. Right. Yeah, so not good. Kicked out yonder to the soundboard. Yeah. Well, so what was it? You ended. either lived to see yourself become a mixing engineer, a live sound guy, or you die. Uh, <laughs> you die a, a band member. I don't know. I haven't heard that one. You haven't heard? That's a meme. Is it? Oh, my God. It's a remember, meme. he's a boomer. Yeah. Fuck, your camera got like way fucked up. Oh, yeah. It's a meme. I didn't I didn't come up with that or make that up. I think sound guys are actually way more important than even the band. Yeah, I know. So we're like, all right, you got to do sound. Sound guys got, are like, more important than the band. Super bummed about it, you know. And uh yeah, it's just one of those awkward situations. <laughs> but originally Matt Halpern was going to play drums for Animals. I believe he did play one show. Wow, really? And that's why he's in those fucking photos. Damn. And Javier's brother took the photo. Really? Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. His brother who has the kid. You could probably find... Here, you want to pull it up? Pull oh, it up. I will look for This it. has been the tea with Naveen just put Just literally put animals as leaders into Google Images, and it will come up. I guarantee it. T-A-L. It'll be Tosin with long dreads, Javier, Hob and left two random guys. could answer whether or not he would be on the podcast. He's like... Uh, he said, hell yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. <clears throat> That actually would be funny. That would be great. We have a lot of stories. It's going to get me into trouble. We uh, <laughs> we used to live together, all of us. This is true. Wow, Chani, your camera is like not good tonight. Camera's not good for you. <laughs> all right, let's take the next question, maybe. Yeah, uh, so <coughs> Sal Hala asks, uh, my girlfriend thinks that Chaney Crab is such a sick name. That there's no way that it's your actual name. So, Chaney, is that your real legal name? And have you or Naveen ever considered having stage names in the past, present, or future? Okay. Chaney Crab is my 100% real legal name. So, I am named... There is apparently... So, my grandpa, I think we've talked about him on the podcast before. This was like a new development, too, by the way. What? How you were named. Oh, yeah. I didn't well, I, know like, this. Yeah, I didn't know this, this until yeah. people just didn't really tell me, you know, no, how I was named. When I met you, you were like, oh, yeah, it, it's a tree. It's like a French Well, tree. but I didn't think that I was named after that. I didn't know how I got my name. But I, so Cheney is a motorcycle helmet company. <laughs> <laughs> and my grandpa was a racer. My grandpa raced like sprint cars and motorcycles and apparently he talked my mom into naming me Chaney. Uh, Crab is my last name. It's an English name. I mean, yeah. Crab is a pretty common name. Because I think of a that, helmet that he had. Yeah, because of a helmet that he had. Uh, man, so, I wonder if it's still out there. Uh, Chaney Crab, real name. My name was originally, before my grandpa talked my mom into Chaney, 
was going to be Kylie. I think Chaney fits me a lot better. Kylie Crab. Kylie Crab. Nah, doesn't have the I same ring to it. it. I could see it. And uh, second of all, it, if I w- if I were to pick a stage name, it would not be Chaney Crab. <laughs> uh, I don't play crab core. I've never done a crab core move. Yeah, but it's um, it's a pretty cool name, dude. Uh, Got a nice it's ring not to my it. style. It's not my style. If I was I going to pick your style. a name, it would be like something much more mysterious and like witchy. Mystique crab. <laughs> No, it Lucy wouldn't be Lucy Lobster, <laughs> Mark Lewis. Babe, that's not even better than. Stacey I'm talking Shrimp. about something. That <laughs> These are I'm Mark talking Lewis about something things. that would be actually a good name, not yeah. Stacy Shrimp. That's remember when we first oh met, met Mark. He was God. like, "Dude, Stacey he still calls Shrimp, me that." Lucy Lobster. He still calls me that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but no, Cheney Crab, not a stage name. If I had a stage name, it would be something that was more seductive and seductive. <laughs> yeah, wow. it would be something that was more seductive and witchy and Halloween esque and fall autumn. It would okay, be something that was a lot how, different than what my how name is. How would a name check off all those boxes? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but that's why that's why I have such high standards. Yeah. Because these are all, I have like a million boxes in my so head. Wait, it had to be autumn themed. <laughs> Mysti- mystical. <laughs> mystical, yeah. Erotic? Witchy. Is that was another one? Is that another category? Seductive. Seductive. Sedu- what the fuck? <laughs> How would a name check out on all those? I would, I, I don't know. Shit, dude. Cheney is pretty good. Cheney is a pretty good name. It kind of like checks all those off. So you just don't like the crab part. It's seductive. And then the crab just takes it way down. Crab, yeah. Not seductive. Uh, not your, mi- girl, no uh, your girl is a 10. Your Cheney is a 10, but her last name is Crab. I think it's fine. No problem. She's a 20. <laughs> Actually, your name was was the first thing that we talked about. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, here's the thing. You and I both have really weird names. Because I was like, what's your name? And you're like, Chaney Crab. And I was like, oh, that's kind of a weird name. I was like, I have a weird name too. Yeah. So we both have weird names. We can kind of uh, connect on that. Some people, though, people pronounce our names wrong. That is something that happens a lot. People, I've had Chaney. I've had Shaney. I've had Chancy, Chauncey. A lot of people in my family call you Chaney. Chaney. Like in my distant family, outside of the maybe what's the, like what's two the people, immediate outside <coughs> of the called immediate. immediate outside of the immediate, because there's a Shana. Two people have called, yeah, it's not like, like oh Shaney, your family. Shaney, yeah, it happens a lot, and I just yeah, don't I think it's correct like people. Yeah, do you correct people when, when they, they say call my name wrong? Because what it, what mm. have you had? Naveen, Navin. Naven. Um, I don't. I'm not. Coper. I'm not, I don't. Coper. Weiss. Coper. I don't Wyatt. tend to correct. I would never correct anyone. I'm like, that's my name now. Yeah. My name is Chauncey Crab. <laughs> <laughs> I don't fucking care. I guess that's we have a band with a weird name too, Entheos. I don't think that's why when weird. people are like Entheos, I'm like, that's the okay. name of the band. Then it's whatever you imagine it to be. Yeah. That's. Take it and run with it. I don't care. It's just letters. True. 
It's just letters. All right. <laughs> What's the next question? All right. I don't even know what the fuck that question. Oh, it was about my name. I your got stage it. name. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Burning the Hive asks, uh, Chaney, has your scooter accident caused any lengthy issues when it comes to vocals? That's a good question. And if you guys don't know about my scooter accident, then there is a whole episode about it. It's called The Crash. Is and it? it's just Naveen. Yeah, I don't know what number it is. I don't know what number it is. It was something. I was going to say it's 70 something. 70 something. It's a pretty, probably a good episode. I haven't listened to it. It's a good episode. It's powerful. You know? Powerful. Um, it's just me, by the way. <coughs> episode 70. There we go. Episode 70. You can still listen to I it. I didn't want to do it. but you were like, I you forced Naveen to do an episode of the podcast the week I got into an accident. So if you guys don't know, I we went out celebrating one night because we got a part done to our album. It's in song three. You'll hear it when it we're comes like, out. That part is sick. Let's go have a beer. And we were so proud of that part. It was one of the first parts we tracked on the album. So we were like, let's go have a beer. We'll take our electric scooters. So we had a great night and we drove the scooters home and we <clears throat> both of us kind of fell off of our scooters. Yeah, I legitimately fell off first <clears throat> doing a turn too tight. I straight up fucking ate shit and I had like my head was road rashed. My hands were all fucked up. My thumb is still kind of fucked up from it. Yeah. And so I was like, yo, Cheney, I just fucking crashed hard, dude. Like, we need to go home. You know? This is fucked. But then it turns out. Yeah. And then, so Naveen got home, and I think that I was behind him. And we just kind of, like, I obviously crashed while he was almost to our house. So I woke up uh, in, like, a puddle of wet stuff, and I thought that it was rain, but it ended up being my blood. So I had like been launched forward off of my scooter because I ran into something and I had blacked out. So I ran into something and fell off of my scooter and I essentially hit like the entire front of my face on like a metal object. I don't know what it was it because was really bad, man. When I when I woke up it was dark and I immediately went home because I knew where I was and I just thought I was in rain. I couldn't even feel pain. I didn't know that anything was wrong with me really. I knew that something was weird with my face, like maybe mud was on it, but I didn't know that I was totally it was cut really up bad. and everything. So really I got bad. home and Naveen was freaking out, like crying, just wondering where I had been. Well, she had been missing for like an hour. Yeah, I had been. Was, and I called the cops like my girlfriend's missing. And I was like, I'm for sure going to prison. Like that's happening. Yeah, because I was sure like going to prison hella bloody like my hands were bloody my arm was bloody my face was kind of fucked up i got a missing girlfriend i'm covered in <laughs> it's blood it's not looking good for a new i was like i'm going to prison and i don't even care i just want to know where my freaking girlfriend is and so I got home and I ran in the door and Naveen was freaking out and he was like you need to sit down on the couch and i was like is something wrong with me because i didn't know he was like, you need to sit out on the couch and you're freaking out. And a few minutes later, the cops came in because you had called them, luckily. Yeah. And they started examining me and kind of like, we were telling them like, the story. Is, am I going to die? And they were like, yeah. no, they're like, you're, you got messed up pretty good yeah. in your face. And then, yeah, that fucking ambulance came. Oh, man, it was horrible. They took me off, though, and I... They put me on a lot of morphine. 
So good thing too. I think that the pain started kicking in the next morning. And uh, really bad. Yeah. So I was in the hospital, but essentially, like a metal thing cut through my face, and you can still see the scar. Like it. Her lip was completely in. Completely busted into. Like not. Like oh, something went. It was. We're talking completely separated. Yeah. There's a picture of it. And then your nose was pretty much splayed open as well. Yeah. Like a fish. So it was fucked. And my uh, chin was split apart from my gums. So my doctor actually thought that I had had a chin implant because my chin was so far split apart from my gum. So I still have, I got a ton of stitches to reconnect my lower and upper lips to my gums. So I can feel that like there are, where it used to be smooth where the bottom of my lip is, now it feels like they're stringed. It's, like, kind of webbed on the inside. It kind of sucks because food gets stuck in there, and I have to, like, rinse it out and be extra careful about it. But I had over 100 stitches throughout my face and throughout my nose and everything, which was broken apart. So it did affect me vocally. Um, At the beginning, I didn't really know if I was ever going to be able to do vocals again, and it was like a really life-changing experience because I've done vocals for so long and I have that attachment in my life. And not that I think that all that I am is a vocalist because I know that I'm, I do many more things than that. I'm much more than that. But being a vocalist is a huge thing in my life. And when you, when there's the potential of that being taken away, it brings a lot of anxiety along with it. And, um, so I was like concerned about it for a while. I healed and I healed and my voice came, my voice was fine pretty quickly. And I realized that it was fine from a, like making noise standpoint, but on the flip side, my mouth, like, you know, there were a ton of stitches in my mouth and my lips. That's a huge part of doing vocals and forming mouth doing mouth formations. So as far as like my actual voice goes, I honestly think that my voice is in a better place than ever. My voice is stronger than ever. Um, I've been practicing the new album stuff and like it's really demanding vocally and I'm doing really well with that. But what is hard now are my actual lip movements because I still can't feel the middle of my lips like on the lower or upper side. And it's hard for me to open my mouth as wide as I used to be able to. So I notice it a lot in live shows that it actually becomes like achy a half an hour or so into a set. Like it's it it's a, a thing for me to open my lips for that long. So it's something that I'm sure it'll get better over time because, you know, the skin is reforming and I have to work it out and, and make it moldable. So I'm like doing mouth exercises now. But now, now, brown cow, now, now, brown cow doing stuff like that. But yeah, I still it still feels like the middle of my lips are sewn together. Like it doesn't feel like they're one full thing. It feels like they're two things that are sewn together. And my nose is still numb, like it's still swollen and it's hard for me to open my mouth as wide as I used to. I used to be like I'm like a crazy person. I like to jump into the crowd and do crazy shit. And it actually scares me, like, because my nose is so uh, fragile. Mm -hmm. And I'm just, like, 
still afraid of it getting hit. Even the other day when Joel was doing my makeup, it was like having just like a blush thing on my nose because I've avoided it for so long is still sort of painful. Yeah. So it's going to take a long time for me to heal, but you know, it's just one of those things. It's been a year. I imagine in another year it'll feel better, but scar tissue is hard to build up and it's just a process. So yeah, I actually had a, you know, when somebody responds to one of your stories and you can see the last thing they responded to. Yeah. <clears throat> the last thing they responded to was us that night, like at the bar, hanging out, being stupid. And we watched that last night and I was like, oh my God. I was like, look dude, so look at dumb. this last thing this guy responded to. We were being so dumb. Yeah. It was such a fun night. It was fun. I remember like the whole night and we were dancing and yeah. meeting new people and stuff. But But if you want to catch the full story in detail. Check out episode 70. Yeah. But with all of that being said, without that accident having happened, like, it actually kind of um, helped lead the way for Evan to be on the album. It reconfigured the lyrical content of the album and made it, like, about a whole new thing. So, in a lot of ways, I do think that that was meant to happen. So, I'm okay with all of this stuff that I have to, like, go through now. And it was my bad. I got into an accident. I did something really stupid. Yeah. So, not a good thing. Yeah. Not a good thing. Not a good thing, but. You got through it, though. That's <clears throat> right. You could have died. And I got through it because of Naveen. Naveen helped me a lot. You had to feed me and. Yeah. Thanks, Ben. Uh, Dr. Copperweiss. <laughs> Thank you. I didn't mind doing that. It was whatever. It was fun. It's also really, really <laughs> fucked up to go through, like, a facial injury. Yeah. It's and bad. have the potential there for your face to be changed forever. Because getting an injury and a scar anywhere else is kind of like, whatever, it's a scar in my arm. But when your face gets, like, altered in a crash, it it almost alters the way, like, people look at your face directly. So you never know how it's going to go. And it's, like, it is a really, like weird experience to go through it's kind of a fucked up experience to go through and it you just you grow a lot and learn a lot from it Damn. <laughs> so yeah next oh, question there it, is. there it is laid it all out uh dead zeno uh asks uh could you please elaborate a bit on your light setup quite curious about what slash how you run it Talking about our band's uh, light setup. It's kind of a... Let's answer that one in the post show. The light setup? Like yeah. You think it's going to be boring? It's kind of boring. Well, can you put it in like short Yeah, I terms? guess. Um, so uh, the We short, do have a sick light right, setup. We'll do the short end of the story. We have like these four lights that have their LED like strips up, up, like pretty much. And they tilt... And the way that we do it is with a controller called a DMXs. And that's, you plug that in your computer and you can run the software in your DAW. Naveen, a part of the reason it's so boring is because you sound like totally unenthusiastic about it. It's not like, can you fucking like, can you put some pep in it? Yeah, dude, we have like these cool lights and. Yeah, so you can. Jesus Christ. You put, you, you. It's Pep. just, it's not fun to do. It's boring. <laughs> it sucks. Looks really cool. Pep it up, dude. Give also, us something to work with. Also, it looked really, si- we used all the lights in the music videos. Oh, yeah. Freaking awesome. 
but we yeah, so basically the walls. we painted the walls. So basically, yeah, you can program your light show to go with what you're playing, essentially. If you play to a click and you play the same thing every night. So that's what we do. We uh, bada bing, bada boom. We program it and run it and it runs on the timeline with everything else. It's pretty cool. So if we fuck up, it's not killing. There's no fucking up. Not an option. Not an option. All right. Uh, we have quite a few uh, questions from Twitch. Uh, okay. Jordy exists. Asks, uh, how much does being a musician define you as a person? What other things would you say are important in your personal identity? Wow. Yeah, that's a good one. <clears throat> um. <coughs> yeah, I don't know if it defines me as a person per se. I don't think so either. Like, I think I'd be fine without it. I would be. I mean, I did live without <laughs> it. When I moved yeah. to California, I wasn't. I didn't think I was ever going to be in a band, a band again. And we started Entheos when I was twenty-seven. Yeah. And I hadn't been in a band since I was what twenty-one or twenty-two. And I was. You just being in a band to me has it's a cool thing and it is something that I invest time into and effort and work. But it, as far as defining me like as a person on a personal level, I don't. It's just like a cathartic thing. It's yeah. honestly really selfish and it doesn't define me. It doesn't. It's just like my something. It's me creating something. Yeah. like you know it doesn't yeah, it doesn't define me at all i think person. um i definitely relate to being in the sort of music community yeah sure. that too. i mean i've met all my friends and that's also that's a good point and i say this a lot that's the that is the most important thing to me all the people that i've met all the experiences that i've uh got to have through music for sure but um i really like doing it it's something that i am really passionate about but uh if i had to do something else i could do something else you know i think um as long as you're doing something that you feel is worthwhile that's really all that matters to me yeah i agree and i think um <coughs> for me what defines me as a person is more just how I interact in the world and uh, trying to make sense of everything. Yeah, More so than, oh, I do this one. If, I, if I'm if i so attached to this one thing, like there's going to be a point in time where I'm not going to make music anymore. You know, I'm not going to be able to. I'm going to be, I don't know, maybe I'll have a disease and I can't do it or I'll be too old to do it and I can't think that fast or whatever. Like that's going to happen. So to totally put your whole identity in something that is temporary. It's probably not a good thing. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh And I also agree just all of the friends in the community that we that I have off of that is fantastic, but that would exist even if I, you know, I would still stay friends with all of those people if I decided to do something else. And if I had have grown up doing something else, then I would have probably a similar community doing that thing. It's like... Yeah. I think there is something that <clears throat> it surrounds music that creates a really tight-knit community, and it's a, a lot less effort 
than other things that I've seen. Well, I see. I also think that it's specifically the type of music that we play because it's uh, not glamorous. Uh, We all tour in a similar way and you really form like true awesome bonds with the people who you're on tour with because most people who play this type of music don't actually do it for a living. It's, it's strictly out of the love of doing it and that's why we keep it going. And there's this crazy bond that happens. You know, we all like have all of the same struggles and we all go through the same shit. So it's like a, it's a really intense bond. So I agree with you on that level. But that's the uh, best part of it. Yeah, it's a good part. I mean, I like I said, I there's nothing like making music. It's really cool. And it's my absolute favorite thing to do. And I don't have to try to do it. It's something I mean, I've been thinking about this a bit today because uh kind of comparing it to like a diet or fitness or something like that. Like for me, I've never really had to try super hard because it's just something that I really enjoy doing. Therefore, I can do it all the time. And yeah. That doesn't seem like work. So I love it for that. But I do recognize that it is something that I won't be able to do one day. Totally. And that's okay. I can do something else. Yeah. I think that is a, a really important thing as well. People like get super lost in one thing that they're doing. And that's always been a thing to me. Like I I enjoy doing a bunch of different things. Like being a vocalist is a cool thing, but I also really like to draw and restore restore things and like cook and do all kind go explore nature and do all kinds of like things that have nothing to do with music at all. Sit in silence. And music, <laughs> you're not big on sitting in silence. I like to do that lately, <laughs> but I like, I like think that the music part is just like a a small it's part a of really it. Really good thing. It's, it's a small it's part of it, though. Fucking icing on the cake, man. Yeah, it's really fun. It is great, and I really love doing it. But even without playing music, I'd still be someone who like listens to metal. Yeah, you know there are a lot of. You know what's funny? Being a metalhead kind of yeah. is a thing. You can be a metalhead and you don't even make music. Yeah, yeah, totally. But for me, I think the part for me that I really, really like is writing music. Like I could just do that forever and be totally fine. I like writing it. Playing it is a lot of fun too. Yeah, that's kind of for me. That's like, that's where the work part portion comes in. Yeah. It's like, all right, I gotta it is work. Get everything together to play a show. For sure. Whereas writing it, I mean, you have a computer or whatever, guitar, just fucking sit on the couch and write, have fun. Yeah. What was the question? The Nothing like much what it, we're saying. Yeah, how much of it is your identity? Uh, it's a, I guess, it, okay, it's a part of my identity for sure. But I, like Naveen said, I'm ready for it. If it went away, then I would get into something else i think as long as you're doing something that you love doing and you would do for free you've got a good thing going on yeah but that doesn't that you just didn't answer the question at all how much do you think it's a part of your personality yeah it's a big part but (laughs) like i said (laughs) but it's a thing that i like doing and i would do it for free and i have done it for free for many years but there's other things in my life that i could do 
to fulfill the moment. Yeah, to I, fulfill I mean, that. I don't think it's like the end all be all. It it's not God. You know, well, it I just think is that I think that a thing for both of us is that we're both like creative people. So having a creative outlet is more so the yeah. important part that defines our personality than it specifically being music. Hundred percent. Though music is how we both choose to predominantly yeah. express that creativity. Exactly. And definitely I'm more versed in music than anything else. Yeah, but I think it just comes down to the creative. You know, if you're a creative person, you're going to take... Like, your brother is an incredibly creative individual. He just... His focus is, like, in metal work. Yeah. yeah. So if he were... If he... He also is into music, but if he did music as much as he did metal work, then he'd be, you know, us. Yeah, he's more advanced in the welding than uh, the music. Yeah. Spent more time doing that. Totally. How long has this podcast been? I know We're that's my <coughs> bingo. An hour and four minutes. Okay. Let's do another question. Uh, we have a live caller if you guys want. Oh, All right, sick. Same call. The same caller. Who is it? Time. Oh, really? It's this? Yeah. Unactive member. This is oh, our dude. Boy. Calling back, huh? <laughs> Uh, Let me know when he's live. Oh, he's not. He's All right, not can you hear us? Yeah. Hey, caller. Yo, that's me. How's it going? Pretty good, man. What's up, dude? Uh, I got a list of questions. So a list. A couple of them oh. were from the other week because I was trying to get on last week. But I was gonna ask Naveen about the mid journey stuff if you're still into that. Okay. Uh, yeah, I definitely dabbled with it. Uh, I don't see myself going super deep into it. Um, but I could see myself getting more into it if I had a reason to, like if I had, um, yeah, I tried it. I don't know. Some, obviously I got, I got through the trial pretty quick, but yeah, I did that. I got through the, I got through the trial in like an hour. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It was really addicting. Yeah. Oh, because you, it's the trial, like you only have so many yeah, you get like works of art that you can do. Images or something. But the <laughs> thing is, to make one cool thing, you have to like burn through like 20. Right. You know what I mean? Because well, you're like constantly making like upgrades and uh, variants and all that stuff. Right. So, but it is fucking scary cool, man. And I have yeah, a couple that like, I think I'm are right. actually really good, but it's not as e- I don't know. The thing that I realized about it is it'll never take the place of traditional art or whatever because the whole part, the whole fun part of making art is the journey of it. You know, so even if if I could sit there and dictate to a robot like, hey, make a blast beat and then a breakdown and a progressive part or whatever. It just, it would never be as fun as just making it myself. Well, I think it's, you know? it's that. And it's also like the specific detail that it's really definitely hard. cannot be achieved yeah. yet by AI. Yeah. Like for instance, with the album cover that we had done, like I told the artist exactly what I wanted made. And he specifically like down to a T made everything yeah. perfect. And we did, we gave mid journey the same description. Yeah. And it was, you know, it was prompt. cool. But it's like way different. It's you know? so not even, yeah. And it's definitely not as, in my opinion, like accurate as you might think. Like it's kind of hard. Yeah, I it's kind of hard I to get. Ended up seeing, I saw like a lot of similarities between like stuff I'd see in the Discord 
uh, like some of the models they use. I, mm-hmm. I saw some of the same stuff in the ones I tried to generate. Oh, yeah. So you think that it was like a similar figure or something that it was following? Yeah. 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 I I don't really know what they were using for their prompts, but I just ended up seeing like similar stuff in the. Uh, yeah, that's the thing. It's the like I, I do think it's amazing, but how many different things can it produce like right now realistically when there are that many people who are it's pretty crazy, trying man. to do it per month pretty freaking crazy i was I, I kept trying to get it to do, to do the same thing basically and that's like a half cyborg half drum set thing that's creepy and i tried a million different ways and it's like just really hard to get it one to of it. the drawings that you had was sick though yeah a couple of them are really cool and then i got it to do I put um, a band of cyborgs that play metal music. Mm -hmm. And then I put like photorealistic and all this shit. And dude, it came out fucking pretty sick, man. It looks like a photograph. It looks insane. That's sick. It's really cool. But I don't know. It's just weird. It's just one of those things that's just really weird. I think for me, the best part of it would be Duncan did like touch on this. It's like you can use it to make like layers and stuff for your own art. I think that would probably be like the most cool way to use it. Yeah. That actually would be cool to yeah. make like a background. Be or like, something. yeah, I need a galaxy or whatever. And right. it would like get it, make it, and you just have that for whatever you're working on. Totally. Or a texture or like shit like that, I think would be the coolest. Yeah, that sounds cool. Or if if you really got into it and you could like get a bunch of different things and like Photoshop it together and totally make it. Yeah, absolutely. That would be cool. But incredible. Nonetheless, it's a tool. Literally one of the most amazing things I've ever seen in my life. Mind blowingly cool. Yeah. Did you have another question? Caller? Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, It was, it was related to the mugs you were talking about Cheney. I was curious if they were like the same design as the original one or if it was a different, design the coffee mugs are the same yeah. design as the original uh and there are beer mugs this time and i think that they are the same design they are i yeah. i ordered them so right. long ago that i'm sticking yeah, with so the, same the same branding ones. i'm definitely buying the beer mug i already had the coffee mug but yeah I'm you should getting that beer mug. there you go hey why not a set for the whole family for christmas <laughs> 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 hell yeah they should be here next week by the way they these ones take forever to get made apparently. Yeah. Right on. Though that and the album whenever those get announced, instant pre-order. Fuck, Fuck yeah, yeah man. Dude. Thank you. All right, well thanks for calling in, brother. Yeah, okay, I'll see you in the post show. Okay. Hell yeah. We'll Much be there. Love, dude. Bye. Caller, see people, you can call Not a in. drunk said, "Have we heard the new flub track yet?" Actually, I wanted to bring that up. Yes, uh, we have. I heard just heard that the Instagram snip. I didn't we are the the, all song. our homies are in flub now. Apparently, well, I guess Andrew Kim played on that, and Eric Brown, Andrew Kim, who is the drummer of Inferi, or the drummer, Jesus Christ, the bass player of Inferi. You guys should see how Naveen is blinking at me I'm right now. He's like, oh my God. And then, uh, yeah, Eric Brown. And then Eric Brown, who is the drummer of Necrogoblicon, he was in Vale of Noth, uh, played on the new Flub. And you guys should definitely check it out. It's a really good song. Mike Alvarez, Eloy, those are our boys. We've known them forever. 
Uh, it's really good. Mike is a fantastic vocalist, so uh, he just sounds really great on it. It kind of almost reminds me of the human abstract in a way, but really? it's really good. Just listen to it. Listen to it. I think they're it. putting out an EP. I can't remember the name of the song, but... Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. On the Artisan Era. Nice. Who are our brothers. Brothers. Very cool. Yeah. Are there any other questions, Harrison? Yeah, we got... BD. Uh, plenty. Oh, plenty. plenty. Should we keep going? You think? How far are we? 112. Let's go into like 120, and then we'll cut it off until right. next one. One more question, and then we'll yeah, cut one this more. fucking thing off. Uh, Alex Sadler on drums asks, in your opinion, which platform, social media, app, website, et cetera, do you find most successful when it comes to marketing yourself? Uh, I actually think that it's a mixture of all platforms. I mean... Not what he was looking for. Yeah, that's not what you're <laughs> looking for, but I, I tell Navina about this. I think that every platform has a different thing that works for it, and it they just all work, and they all can work harmoniously if you tap into that thing and go for it. Yeah. Like, TikTok has worked really well for us. Um and that and Instagram and Facebook has worked well. Twitter we're not like as on top of. But it I mean I'm just not gonna you know, yeah, we're not on as away. on top of Twitter. Twitter isn't as much our thing, but we do have videos on there that have like done well and stuff. But I honestly just think that it's um uh it's all of these things, but it's also just like making stuff that peop that resonates with people. It's all of those things combined because you can have a really good social media thing going on. I don't know. I actually think that it's like being uniform with all things, right? It's like having sick art and the art attracts people on social media and putting out playthroughs and YouTube. You should have stuff on YouTube. I just think that everything kind of works harmoniously together and one is not greater than the other. Mm -hmm. What do you think? Um, I think most people are going to have one that's stronger than the rest. So what do sure. you think is stronger than the rest for us? Well, for me personally, Instagram is my best one. Instagram is my best one too, but you in know. In terms of like how many views I get on a video compared to the amount of followers I have and, you know, that interactions, I get the most on Instagram for sure. I get the most, I get a lot on Instagram, but also on Facebook and Twitter, I think, is the thing that I'm, like, most questionable about because we have, like, uh, our Twitter is really good, you know, but I don't know how much that, I don't really Twitter know. Twitter is really good? Or not our Twitter, sorry, I'm getting TikTok. Our yeah. TikTok is, does yeah, really we've well. we've had a bunch of, like, insane viral videos of Chaney doing vocals on Twitter. But I TikTok. Sorry, See, TikTok. both of us are yeah. getting it confused. But, like, I don't know, that's... I don't I don't really know. I don't know how much that actually does. I don't either reality. because like I feel like the Instagram thing that like our Instagrams that we've like built or whatever, it's been like slow and steady over the years. Totally. Well and Facebook I feel like too. It's a little more tailored to people who are actually gonna like what we do rather than what for example with the TikTok in the last whatever year, right? It's been yeah. like one year. And there's just like all these crazy viral videos and stuff. I don't know that those people are really going to come to a show or like buy a shirt. Like yeah. how many of them are really going to? Yeah, I think that TikTok. Or who are actually fans. TikTok and honestly Facebook are both more um, 
Like they will go virally successful. However, you know, maybe 25 or 50% even, maybe it's probably like 30% of the comments are like people like, you need a preacher. This is my, or this is my wife when I come home late. You know, obviously, also I'm like really disappointed in the comedy skill level of the people who comment on my screaming videos because every comment is, this is my girlfriend when I don't take out the garbage. It's like, really, dude, that's, I'm really, as a fan of comedy, I'm truly disappointed in how not funny that is. It's like the worst fucking lowest hanging fruit joke you could ever make. Yeah. But I, uh, so, uh, and that like helps propel videos on TikTok and Facebook because comments really help on those platforms. But I uh, like reshares help a lot on Instagram. And I think that people generally who reshare you might be a little more interested in like checking you out live than people yeah. who are just commenting on a post. It seems a little more real to me yeah. on like Instagram and YouTube. Yeah. It seem like actually more people who are legitimately interested in what you're doing and are likely to buy something from you or support you in in some way. I think Twitter has that going on as well. Um Yeah, probably. You know, I think that the TikTok market there are definitely people who are still a lot of those people go and follow you on Instagram. So there are people who are genuinely interested. I think it's probably a smaller margin. Um, but Twitch, obviously, is also a good yeah. place Seems for really people cool. to go. It's one of the more cutty, like, where fans of you go. So this is the people who have found yeah. you through TikTok and then through Instagram or whatever, and then now they're on Twitch. Yeah, I feel like the Twitch and the Discord is really cool because it's people that actually really care about you. Yeah, totally. So, I I mean, like I was saying at the beginning, I think that everything kind of works harmoniously together, but everything, there are just different things that work on different platforms. Yeah. Any platform, anywhere that you can get your stuff seen, that's the important part. Yeah. It doesn't really matter whether it comes from, like, here or there. And I think e- people are going to definitely like, gravitate towards... I think people do gravitate towards one more than the, than the others. Yeah, totally. So you should cover all of your bases and yeah. make sure that they can see you everywhere. Yeah. YouTube, like I need to step my game up on YouTube 100%. I mean, it's bad. Totally. And I, YouTube shorts are now a thing where you basically upload like a, a TikTok video to YouTube. And those do pretty well as well. It's like, it's a story. So yeah, I mean, there are like a million different uh, it's too Things. many to keep track of me. Oh, my God. Yeah, don't. I For don't me, personally, I just was like, hey, I'm going to, like, make one video a week that looks pretty good and sounds good and put it on my Instagram. Yeah. A couple years, like, maybe a year and a half ago or whatever, two years ago. And just doing that, like, a lot of, a lot has happened for me. Totally. So I, I kind of, like, keep kept it kind of basic. And what I'm actually going to do, like, I'm probably not going to be one of these guys that's making a million videos a week and blah, blah, blah. So that's something to be helpful, mindful of. Yeah. Like, let me just make one thing I can actually do per week and be consistent with it. Totally. And it really helps out a lot. And I try to stick with that. I mean, I think the last week I didn't do one, but. Well, I think that get back on it. in what you just said is 
the most important thing, like do make stuff to put on the internet. Yeah. That's no, kind of step one. Definitely do it. Like definitely 100%. If you're on the edge, if you haven't posted anything, you're like, I have an Instagram. Maybe I'll post like a guitar video someday. Post a fucking video and yeah. post them as often as you want to, as little or as much as you want to. Just post videos because those do help. They definitely help. And the internet does help. People find out about you. Things are different than they used to be. You can't really just rely on touring anymore. People have to know about you. And people find out about bands because of the internet. So it is really important. Make playthroughs. Make videos. You don't have to make a ton. But just make a one shot on your phone. Like, there are ways to do it. And if you are serious about music, you really should should make videos. Yeah. It is a part of a being of, a metal musician now. a lot of creative now. ways to do it. And it will help you because I think that there are people who, like, care about getting endorsed and all of those things. And that's how you get endorsed now. You get plays on your videos. You post videos and people repost your videos and then you can get endorsements it helps companies find out about you and definitely you know it's a part of the bigger picture but you gotta find your own voice you gotta find your own voice so that's something to think about first and foremost make sure you're doing something cool you know don't just do it to do it yeah the world i don't know never mind what i was gonna say doesn't matter just fun just do something cool and do something cool I think that's the end of the podcast, right. though. Do something cool. Do there something cool goes. this week, you guys. Right. Uh, that's a, that's a good one. Do something cool this week and tell us about it next week. There we go. What's the cool thing that you did? What's the cool thing that you did? All right, we're going to head over to the Twitch. And until next time. Much love. Peace out. Yeah, we'll see you motherfuckers next love week. Love y'all. Thank you so much for listening to us babble after we get smeared off the ice by Harrison. Peace. Peace. <laughs>